Hi everyone, this is Jen. Welcome to another episode of Exmo Together. So we're going to talk about anger. I'm going to keep this video very short because I'm going to give you some very pointed advice about anger. We don't need to get stuck in it. That's the thing. If I sit here and ramble on and on and on about anger and how people could be angry and why we would be angry, yes, we are angry. We know why we're angry. One visit to any ex-Mormon group will tell you why ex-Mormons are angry. We're angry because our lives have been a lie. We've given our resources, time, and talents to a lie. Okay? But in reality, the whole world's an illusion, so... No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, this is my advice about anger. Don't get stuck in it. The best way to move through anger is to feel it fully, but to take care of it in a healthy way. All right, don't go desecrating churches or temples, no matter how much you think they deserve it. That might be true, whatever. I don't know, not mine to judge, but don't do it. It's not good for you. It's not good for your life. Okay, don't assassinate people. I've heard people express that. I wish I could just kill Rusty Nelson. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> All right, he's not the problem. He's part of the problem, but he's not the problem, right? The problem is a culture in which, and it's not just the Mormon culture, it's the world, a culture in which lies can flourish. People are rewarded for taking advantage of others. This, this is the fundamental problem right here. Power comes from money. Power comes from abuse. That's the problem. If you're going to get mad, get mad at that and then use it to make some really nice changes in the world. I'm not talking about going and planting trees, although you could do that. I'm also not trying to incite you to rebellion. What I am saying is, you as a person have the ability to move through this anger into a space of clear, confident knowing of who you are and how you want to be in the world. The best way to make this change is to be the change. I know that's a cliche, be the change you want to see in the world. It's true. It's absolutely true. I can talk out one side of my mouth about being loving and kind to people, but when someone personally hurts me, if I'm then like, oh, you SOP, that doesn't help anything. I'm not saying be a pushover, though, okay? If someone hurts you, someone abuses you, they embezzle from your company, full extent of the law, all right? Now, if they had a reason, something, there might be a place for mercy, I don't know. This kind of gets into a scriptural thing, and yes, I'm going to quote the Bible here. Don't freak out on me. It's good advice, no matter where it came from. Chill out. Okay, I love you, but chill out. I'm sorry, I really am sorry if this is traumatic for you. I know some people don't like to hear it, but don't cast your pearls before swine, right? So, yes, protect yourself. Have clear boundaries, right? But also give to others. Someone asks you for your coat, give your cloak. But you have to be able to discern which situation is which. In my video on tithing, I talked about how I've taken money out of my personal savings account to give to people who needed it before. I rarely do that because I don't cast my pearls before swine, and most people don't need money as much as they would lead you to believe. That's just a truth. Okay? When there's a situation in which giving is really required, I will open my wallet faster than you would even believe it. Here you go. You really need money? There you go. Not because I'm some saint or whatever, but because I know what it's like to need something and to have someone deliver it and to feel so relieved. You know, if I can do that without sacrificing myself, great, right? 
So this is the thing with anger. Deal with it in a healthy way. Don't allow yourself to get stuck because then what you're doing is you're casting your pearls before swine. I know that doesn't connect, but let me tell you how it does. If you continue to get angry about what the church is doing and what this is doing, you're only looking at one part of the problem. You're letting these pigs, I like pigs, you're letting these swines, whatever, swine, you're letting these people still make you angry and you're missing the main message. So you're casting your pearls, your most precious thing, which is your time. We can't replace time, guys. It's the only thing we have that we can't replace. Money can come back. Husbands can come back. Trust me, I've had two. <laughs> That was funny right there. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. Wow, all right. Anyway, wives can come back, children can come back. Not that you could ever replace a child, but you know what I mean. That can come back in another incarnation. Like if you lose a child, God forbid, God forbid, you guys, I would never wish this on you. You can have another child, hopefully, right? These things can come back in some other incarnation or you can be a parent type person to another child that you know or something like that. Maybe you've lost the opportunity to be a parent. Maybe you're infertile. It happens. Parenthood can come back in another incarnation. The one thing that we cannot get back is time. We can't get it back. Now, oddly enough, I personally believe time doesn't even exist. But in this realm with our finite minds, Time does kind of exist. So don't waste your, your pearls, your time, your energy on this Mormon issue anymore. Don't focus on the church. It's not going to change because they're entrenched. The best way to bring people out of it and to unentrench the new generations is to live a happy life, to live a successful life, and to be like the poster child of awesomeness for Exmos, right? This bitterness, all it does is turn people off. That's all it does. I understand, and I understand why people need to process through it, especially in some of these online groups, but all we're getting is a bunch of people stuck in anger who are then turning off everyone else. I understand your rage. I get it. What I'm saying is don't get stuck in it, okay? It's not healthy for you. And it's not accomplishing what you want to accomplish, right? If you needed to go on a diet, say you're 40 pounds overweight, and I walked up to you, and I said, you fat pig, you slob, you piece of eh, right? You need to go on a diet right now. You suck. I'm so angry with you. How could you do this? How could you do this to me? How could you jeopardize your health this way? How could you blah, 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 blah? And I come at you with all this anger. How are you going to feel, Right? Whereas if I come up to you and I say, hey man, how you doing? Oh, hey, I'm doing good. Hey, you're looking good. Thanks. Thanks. I'm feeling really good. I went on this new thing. It's really actually easier than I thought it would be. And I'm feeling really healthy. Are you more likely to listen? Right? It, this is just my take on it. I do understand that the anger has a purpose. It is like the fire that burns through the chains of Mormonism. You need the anger. Don't get me wrong. You need it. You need to feel that rage. You should feel angry about what has been done to you. What your parents did by involving you in this. Although, maybe they didn't really know any better. And I know it's tempting to say, well, they should have researched it, investigated it. But let me tell you something. 
Before Sandra Tanner and Gerald Tanner, what was there? What was there? There was nothing to research or investigate. Sandra and Gerald did the world a favor. All right, and from there, it has just escalated with the internet. Imagine putting your phone or your computer down right now, not having any access to it, going to the library, not having any access to ex-Mormon books there, only church books. How would you find out the truth? What are you going to do? Take a trip to Nauvoo? Some people couldn't do that. Most people couldn't do that. You're going to go there, look in the libraries of the RLDS like Sandra and Gerald did. Not everyone had that opportunity. Okay? So before you start raging at your parents, I understand some of them are still in the church and they won't listen to reason. They won't. And they're not going to. Probably. Some of them come out. Some of them do. You can't base your love for someone on their religion. Come on, guys. That's exactly what they did to us. Don't turn around then and be like, I can't be around you because you're Mormon. What the? F that blows my mind, man. If one of my Mormon friends came to me, even one of the people who has been like completely like, oh, you know what? I can't be around you because you're not Mormon anymore. And they were like, hey, can I talk to you? I'd be like, yeah, bruh, pull up a chair. I got nothing but time for you. Because I care about them. Do you care about them? Okay, put the anger where it belongs. All right, we live in a society that has allowed these cult-like groups to flourish. Okay, um, guys, I just, I really don't want to see you get stuck in this anger. So this is what I recommend. Feel angry. Use it. Use it like fire to burn through those ropes that they have around you. And then when you're out, put the fire out so that you don't burn yourself to a crisp. Okay? Or use the fire to do something good. Right? Turn around. Find an issue that you feel strongly about. I, I, I know. I'm going to get in the comments. I feel strongly about stopping the Mormon church. Okay, guys. <laughs> this, this is going to go round and round and round then. I understand. I do. I understand. But turn this anger to something else before it consumes you. Okay, now there are a whole bunch of um, techniques like punching pillows, talk therapy, getting into martial arts. All of these things can be great for working through anger. Screaming in your car, that can be great too. I just recommend whatever you do, do it helpfully. And really point the finger where it belongs. Your parents might not have known any better. And yes, they could know better now, but a lot of them are aging. And a lot of the aging Mormons who are able to still evaluate things are able to work their way out of the church. We're seeing a lot of older people come out of the church, and that's awesome. But a lot of them aren't able to do it, guys. They're just not. Let me tell you something. You can't let it poison you or it's going to turn you bitter. Okay, in, in another video, we're going to talk about bitterness. I'm going to cut this one off. Thank you for seeing this through to the end. I know I'm not saying things that are popular. A lot of people really love their anger. And if you need the anger as a shield, keep it. But the second it becomes detrimental to you, you've got to be prepared to drop it or you're going to become bitter and angry. And they're going to own you 
for the rest of your life. Okay? All right. Now, now one, one, one more thing. This doesn't mean we can't work toward change in the church. We can lobby. We can do all of that. I'm not saying leave it alone. Well, they can leave the church, but they can never leave it alone. You're right. But we can do it in such a way that's not angry. It's not harming us. We're just trying to help you, right? We're going to help you. We're going to lobby for equal human rights. We're going to do all this sort of stuff. But that doesn't mean we have to burn to death while we're doing it. Okay? Anyway, just a few thoughts. I hope you found some value here. I'll see you in the next one.